my days. Ah, happy farewell. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Beat. I'm, of course, Nick Runner, along with Brendan Quinn. We have heard your messages, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and uh, this this won't be necessarily the final episode of this show, but I think, Brendan, it will be the final episode in its current form. Uh, before we get into all that, how are we doing, my man? Uh, it's been a minute since we've talked. Yeah, uh, I'm good. It's, uh, what are we at? September 6th? Yep. So, School has started. Is... I saw the school buses going by today. Football's going. You're uh, you're in your world. Yes, all the way. Just how much how much football did you watch this <laughs> between let's say last Thursday and uh, Sunday? Well, Saturday was insane, uh, intense. I did I did watch. So I I'm not I did not go to any games um, as people may have, may or may not have noticed. Uh, so Saturday, as my new job sort of dictates, as we'll talk about here, um, I watched. Probably three games in the noon window, three or four in the middle window, and then I think all of them. In the, well, the Notre Dame-Ohio State one, but I went back over all the other ones because Florida-Kentucky also played. But yeah, I mean, that's my job now, uh, is to watch football. Now, does your do you have a like... A bike or a Peloton in your house, so or is your or is your barrel ass just it. on a sofa for? It's in my chair, which is really good, which hours? is a good chair actually. But I need to get one of those. Um, no, because I got like three screens down here going. You know, I've got all the oh, I've got all the screens, and I can go back and relook. Oh yeah, no, this is exactly what I wanted it to be, and uh, it's been good so far, so good. But I do, I should probably get uh-huh. one of those pedal desk bikes or a desk that stands, maybe one of those raising up. Raising up yeah. desks, but um, it was pretty good, man. Pretty good uh, little uh, like at least Sunday at there. least in the past you had to you had to put in an ounce of effort. You had to like walk your ass. I had to, to walk the car, to the stadium to and up that hill. To a game. Well, yeah, because you had to I walk would walk up the stands. I used to uh, drive downtown. If Michigan games here, I would drive downtown. So a lot of times, I would park downtown because it used to be when we worked at M Live, they would have parking passes. Yeah, and I would just park down there and right. walk. So it's a mile. And that would be my. Uh, Energy for the or exercise, yeah. and it was usually a rough mile, mile and a half. I could probably do it a lot better right. these days. But anyway, anyway, we're right. rambling. But but your job, yeah. the point here is your job has changed. Has. My job has changed, and that is uh, in part probably one of the primary reasons why we haven't recorded in a while. Yeah, and I, I think we've always been uh, probably too honest with uh, the listeners. Probably. Yes. If anyone, if any of our bosses had ever actually listened, I'm pretty sure they would not appreciate the level of uh, transparency that's existed. But um, that that's kind of why we wanted to record today is just to kind of let everyone know um, where we are, what's going on, um, what might be, I yeah. think. And, and also kind of thank everyone for for listening to what this show has been for a very long time. Um, But, you know, I I think up front, we both have to acknowledge, like, your job has changed dramatically Mm -hmm. in the last year. Uh, Mine has also changed dramatically. Um, In addition to adding golf, like, I've gone into more of a national role and all that shit. Um, And this is kind of where we have found ourselves for a long time in trying to do this show is... Our day-to-day lives exist in a different space yeah. in terms of what we're actually doing and where our attention is focused. And then we would record this show and almost like 
have to turn back the hands of time and act almost as if we still had our old jobs yeah. and that we were beat writers and that we're following Michigan and Michigan State on a daily basis when we're not. So it's kind of unfair to present that show as it was when, you know, if we do a mailbag and someone's asking me about basketball recruiting or you about, you know, whatever line rotations at school when you haven't been to practice and you're not asking questions and you're not looking at it every day. Well, that show doesn't serve the audience the way that I think we are comfortable attempting to do so. So. If we're going to fake it to make it, that's not what we want the show to be. That's no. bullshit. No one needs that. We don't need to do it. You don't need to listen to it. So, um, yeah, we are... This version of the show is over. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we are doing right now, presently, Nick and I, is working with The Athletic, um, the audio team, and we're trying to formalize... Um, a different version of a show that we will both be hosting. And that's a work in progress, and we wish we could, like, just come out and promise, like, it's this, A, B, and C. But there are, you know, like in any other line of work, uh, we need to make sure things are ironed out with people right. well above us yeah. before we get say Right, yeah, before we say so, it, for sure. It, is, that, is that a decent enough yeah. synopsis? Well, yes, I think that's fair. Um, and I think that what I would like to add to that, I guess, is... Um, you know, I've thought a lot about this, actually, because uh, our jobs have changed a lot in the last year, like you said. But I would also say that they've changed uh, quite a bit in the last, like, four or five years or three years, three to four yeah. years. And uh, this has been – I think it's been hard – for me, it's been hard to uh, totally – and people said it would be. They told me that it would be. It's been hard to totally remove myself from that life or that job, the beat writer mentality or mindset or whatever um, – and I think that's why this is important that we sort of admit to ourselves that it's time to move forward in a different direction because we're not at the same place in our careers yeah. that we once were and we can't give it the same thing. And the reason why it's been hard to let go of, I think, for me is that, you know, this was my, uh, this is everything. This is my, beat writing was my ticket in to the business. I was not getting into this. And then, you know, we've gone over this so many times. Uh, you know, everything I have, I owe to that job, um, that, that, no, not not just at a specific place, but the job of beat writing, sports beat writing. Um, you know, it allowed me to lose myself in it, I think, at a time when I needed to do that. And I can't do that anymore. And I think that the way that I, I mean, you know, people followed my stuff for a long time. It goes hot and cold and all that. But, like, that's how I am. I can't do it if I can't give, be obsessive, I guess, about it. But it also became a point where it was like that wasn't good for me either to be that obsessive about it. So it's a hard job, we'll say at the end of the day, and it's hard to let go of, but I think it's important that we both tell ourselves and all of the, the people who followed us <laughs> that uh, how much we appreciate it and, and why it's been hard to sort of let go, but also why it's necessary because it is. We're not at the same places that we were. Yeah, I think like to your point, it is, it is wild how <clears throat> when you're on a beat, like it becomes part of your identity in some very strange and kind of profound ways yeah. and like you know as someone who's i'm not from here i didn't go to either school right and then meanwhile anytime i'd walk into a party or a bar or <laughs> anything social yeah. whatever you know someone would come up and it would be oh michigan oh michigan state 
what do you think? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, you know. I don't know. It's just, it was always just very funny to kind of be identified yeah. with these two very iconic schools, programs, right. yeah. brands. Not really from You know, here. and all that places. Yeah. And they're like, you know, you and Beeline or you and Izzo and blah, blah. And I'm just like, it's just always been very funny when, like, I don't identify myself mm-hmm. as being from here at all. And then everyone else. Yeah. I'm a, You're an you know, adopted I'm Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm college basketball in this state, and it's it's. But you know, that is also like a really that's awesome cool yeah, like. part. Like that is one of the things yeah. that, that kind of that makes up for all the bullshit you have to put up with in the job. That when a kid commits, mm-hmm. when you're doing whatever, and you suddenly have to drop everything, and it's needs to be the most important thing. When it in reality, of course, isn't. Um, right. But. That's one of the being so welcomed in and and being, you know, you feel this very weird responsibility and that you are like beholden to these readers who once you're in contact with people, once you have a podcast like this, it, it does, it is a weight of like, man, they, you know, people need to hear from me and whether it's real or imagined, it, it does, it, it really manifests itself in a lot of interesting ways where you realize just how much of your world revolves around these places and the people who are consuming the content. Yeah. And it's the fact that you all out there who are listening to this, like have done that is the reasons that everything else has happened in, in our respective careers. So yeah, like this is all, this is, we're, you know, we're not going to make this super serious, but um, it is a little bit bittersweet to kind of, you know, move forward, but you know, that's just the way it I is. I think that, you know, the, what, another reason why it's interesting, another reason why I think the future project that we're hoping to work on here, which will involve a lot of exploration on storytelling and a lot of the stuff that we already do, um, comes from uh, why this is so unique is that I think Brennan and I are people are like two people of a certain age, we'll say, and that we entered the business or adulthood even in a, in a point in time when like the internet was brand new and all of it was new and... As a beat writer who broke in in the mid-2000s, late 2000s, as opposed to maybe the early 2000s or even the late 90s, you, you develop the relationship with the readers that the old guard didn't because mm. you were online. They're online. And, like, you're right. That's Your responsibility became very real. It used to be something where they would tell you when you break, you know, we write for the readers here at this paper and uh, blah, blah, blah. You'd never hear from them, though. Like back in the day... If you didn't collect your mail, if you didn't go in to pick up, you know, or you could just ignore them in your email, but th- that was never the life that we lived. Even when I was covering Western Kentucky, I remember reading all the people on the on the Hilltopper Haven message board is what it was called back then. <laughs> just like anything I would do, they'd put it on there and be like, well, you believe this asshole? You know, and then eventually you'd find some people that liked you and it was this crazy, weird thing but you'd go places and people recognize you and they'd talk to you and it wasn't anything that was awkward or weird you developed it was it never felt uncomfortable for me i liked it because it allowed us to talk to people in ways that i don't think the the older readers or the older writers got to do and uh a lot of that is gone as well uh in in today's world so we have a unique view of i think this entire industry um we have unique upbringings i suppose in this entire industry and i think part of where we'll spend our time exploring here will be you know a lot of that will be stuff we'll look back on things or we'll look at things that are happening right now um and talk to some other people but also just talk to each other and just have the same sort of 
banter, I guess, that we've developed. That'll that'll be the hopefully. focus of it. Hopefully, yes. Anyway, hopefully, yeah. I mean, it's today's Tuesday. We literally have a call with the uh, boss types yep. tomorrow. But we heard everyone this yes. weekend who was, you know, especially last Friday. That was <laughs> <laughs> well. Hey, uh, last I checked, it's opening weekend. And where you are you? Kids are nowhere to be yeah, found. Right. Where's the podcast? I'm like, hey, fair, fair. We'll record something. But uh, I think those were mainly folks from the Hilltopper Haven <laughs> who were uh, so upset. who were coming really yeah. hard on on Friday. But um, yeah, I mean. We have we have, we have some kind of far-reaching ideas for uh, for for what comes next, and we really we've enjoyed doing this for so many years. Oh and we my know, God, yeah. like um, that it it's also kind of crazy the way that things worked out between like this this whole show started, you know, in the second floor office at M Live in a right. back room. On, we were taping on our actual tape recorders. That's right. Um, to and a you know Nick and I going iPhone. our separate ways. He he went to the Free Press. <laughs> I went to the Athletic. Then I badgered him for a while yep. to come move over, and uh, eventually he did and took on you know the role covering Michigan and Michigan State football and some Lions stuff, and then like all of the the jobs have kind of accidentally almost evolved in yeah a lot's changed what they are now and so why don't can you define for anyone who yeah. is still listening or interested in kind of like what you are actually doing now on your day-to-day yes because i feel like people will still probably have expectations for you right um and they should especially yeah. now that it's football season but you know like what is your day-to-day my day-to-day now is like the thing that i told um our bosses when i at my last like whatever we call it, review or whatever, is I said my beat now that I consider it would be is the sport of football. Like I'm NFL draft is my now my rooted area, I guess, and prospects and watching players develop, uh, working with and helping and supporting, you know, Dane Brugler, uh, who's amazing, Nate Tice, who's amazing, uh, Deontay Lee as well. Um, Those three guys are incredible resources for all of our readers uh, Chris Burke and I have started working with them and we started working with them probably in the spring and we've done a lot and a lot of it has shown up. You can probably see it on the site now. Um, and it's just been expanded, expanded coverage of a lot of what Dane already does and, and looking at really good players and trying to explain why they're really good and, uh, finding them when maybe sometimes they're not found, uh, in other places and maybe telling some of those stories as well. So, and that also includes, um, watching uh, a lot of games and offering my thoughts on some of that as well, which would include Michigan, Michigan State, when time permits, and uh, the Lions, of course. And the Lions will also, the Lions will probably be a heavier um, dose for me than than the colleges as I go forward. But the colleges won't, you know, I'll still write about, I wrote about Michigan the other day and Michigan State. Um, I'm not going to write about them every week. Um, I don't know how many right. times a year. I'm not going to keep a count. <laughs> I don't want to do that anymore. People made me do that for a long time. Uh, but, you know, when I see fit, when I think it's interesting, I'll write about them. And when they cross over with, you know, because that's the other part of it, they're going to cross over with a lot of what I do uh, with evaluation stuff and work with those guys anyway. So I'm still in the world of, of football, uh, just doing more of it, I guess. And I guess the one thing that's changed big time is it's going to be less, I, I you know, I'm not really covering the teams. That's that's the difference is... Um, 
the 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 end result a lot of times of, of the games is not really of interest to me and what I do anymore and um, I kind of like it that way so I think we're gonna keep it like that and uh, it makes you know I usually end up having better conversations with people that I need to talk to when I don't really care if they've won lost or drawn so uh, yeah it's just that's where I'm at with it and um, I'm still around as most of you've seen I'll be around I live here obviously I'm not moving. Um, and I've told everybody here, all the bosses and everything else that, you know, obviously I know Colton really well and I'm working with him on the Lions beat and I'll continue to do that. Uh, I'll continue to help Austin, uh, and give whatever else I can on our Michigan state coverage or whatever else they need. I know that we're making changes where we added a Michigan state stringer. We're, we're making changes with, um, Ohio state coverage. If I write about Ohio state defense at some point coming forward, maybe that'll, that could be a thing that I do, um, We'll see. It'll bounce around a lot, but it'll be more of the same of what you've come to know me for, just on probably more teams. And I think that's where it's going to land. Teams and, and draft, players. And draft focus. And players right. more than anything else, yeah. Less about coaches, uh, thankfully. More about players. I think that's where I'm headed. <laughs> what um, Can we talk a second about where college football beat We can. And I think that'll be... Yeah. gone. Yes. Because it's, it's a tough spot. It's definitely there's changed. Been, there's been some pretty wild, I feel like, evolutions in... Uh, well, college football's been What's changing. able to be done. Yeah. Really. Right. And um, just kind of the almighty power of of the, of the coaches right. and dictating, you know, how, how teams can be covered anymore. And I know that was a major frustration of yours, so... Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not God alone. Goddamn, there's God. a microphone in front of you. Just vet away, So, man. here's the deal, and I'm not alone in this. This is this is anybody who covers anything and takes it serious. Um, you know, the I find it interesting at a lot of places that they, they tell you that they want the players to be paid, and, and they want the... You know, that's great, and I'm sure they do. And they want the players to get all this money. Um, but when it comes down to nut cutting time and somebody needs to get exposure and somebody needs to get talked to about what's really happening and what's not really happening. You know, if you, if you took a poll of 10 beat writers who cover 10 blue blood schools, I'll bet you all 10 of them would tell you that it's more or less like covering a, uh, a politician's office than it is a college football team mm -hmm. because the head coach has decided that in most of those cases, that they are now basically a governor or a state senator or someone of that level that uh, doesn't have to talk to anybody ever if they don't want to under circumstances they don't want to do dictator whatever yeah. uh, <laughs> they determine the own they determine the times and places where they talk and when they don't talk they determine the the people uh, and the conditions on who they do and don't talk to they do not promote their players' growth the way that they say they do in most cases. Um, so frankly, for me, it became a situation where I was not going to play that game anymore. It was like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to do the thing where I'm going to pretend that you have the best interest in the heart of the child uh, by refusing to let him speak to anyone about how good he is as a player for four years because you want to take credit uh, as your own genius as a coordinator or whatever else it might be. So, uh, And that's not one coach in particular, so don't try to act like I'm painting one person over another. It's all coaches, frankly, at this point. It's become the norm. More than not. Um, in some cases, I don't blame them. And in some cases, I think they've done this to themselves. And in some, and in other cases, I think within five years, they're really going to regret it. Because I think that these players, with this money that they're now getting, their voices are growing. Their stages are getting bigger. And it's going. there's going to be a day where they tell these SIDs and these communication staff, I'm not talking... 
I'm not doing any of this. I'll, I'll decide mm-hmm. who I talk to. And so it's either that or the new college order that we turn into does the same thing the NFL does and demands that these teams who are being paid all this money make these kids and make locker rooms open and make stuff available and stop the bullshit. Because all the hidden garbage, refusing to let people, real reporters, ask real questions, that's not, that's just, that's why we have the problems in college football that we have. The secret society Mm. bullshit. And I'm hopeful that societal evolvement will, (laughs) will break a lot of that up. But it's really hard right now for college football writers, man, like, who do it every day. Because you're in a battle at all times. Um... And, you know, if you cross the wrong, I'm sure if you cross the wrong line, these schools will come at you, right? And be like, you can't do that and cover our team the way that it's tough. And everybody's out for their own interests right now, and it's unfortunate. And not a lot of it seems to be where it should be. So uh, that's my thought on it, to be quite honest with you. It's different than college basketball, and it has been for some time. I feel like Hoops operates in a much different space um, and tries to find – we talked about this before we started recording, right? Like – they try to help kids more, by and large. And there are a lot of football programs that do it too. But there are a lot that don't and say they do. And it's bullshit. And like those are the things that like it's becoming harder to even expose that because they just don't allow it, right? So that's where I'm at with a lot of that. It's it's tough. Yeah, and like while 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 there are plenty of college yeah, it's not all. way too and, way right, too right. way too self serious, yeah. there is also, I feel like, a better degree of self-awareness yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in the college basketball Much side more. of like, look, we're, we're competing for eyeballs. What are we doing here? Yeah. We are not. We are not. <laughs> Trying to get these kids uh, better, you know, right? You know, like. Untouchable, right? yes. <laughs> Whereas, you know, football, frankly, you roll out whatever you want on this. Those, those major conferences roll out whatever the hell you yeah. want on a weekend. And, and damn it, if people aren't going to lose their minds for it. Even bad college right? football is celebrated. Sure, sure. You know? Oftentimes more so people, and that is, you know, honestly, that's been a thing that I feel like has been that we've sort of seen blossom in the last maybe 10, 15 years is that like culture of college football fan that like loves college football because it's a goddamn mess. And like, that's the, yeah, yeah, that's the reason why they love it. And like it, it's hard for me to tell sometimes how large of a number that, that crowd is like, is that everybody Mm. now? I don't, I can't tell. Hard for me. Uh, that's always been a little weird for me, but it's been interesting to watch grow. I've never quite identified with that. The people who love to watch hell break loose. I, I normally get yeah. nervous when hell breaks loose. So that's not really my bag. But in any event, yes, the sports changed. Everything's changed, and I, I'm really interested to see where it goes when the real money comes in. When the you know, and when I say real money, when SC and UCLA get to the Big Ten, when Oklahoma and Texas are in SEC, we're banging and clanging. We're at 40 schools. We're making billions. These kids are making whatever. And then they start telling the, you know, they get a union. And at this point, Mm. right, like that's when I feel like it's going to be NFL too and all things. And so I hope these coaches understand that. That's what I would say. Because it's going to be NFL Mm -hmm. too and all things. You're going to be told your locker room's open. SEC, okay? You have to. This is how it's going to go. So uh, I think uh, we'll see. Bait. You know how much money is being made? We'll see. NFL does it still. Why would they do that? They do that because they promote the game. The game gets promoted when we, when, when actual journalists are able to talk to the people that are involved. And when you block that, 
It's if you really want to make it a national thing, you're going to have to open up, and it can't be on only your terms. That's just reality. That's the reality of, of life. I agree with you in principle. I just think there's zero chance in hell. Though. Well, no, I mean probably uh, you're, not. Your Dabos and your these probably not to the absolute. Probably not to the absolute that I'm talking, but there will be. You yeah. know, there will be a bend. There will be a compromise. There will be a middle ground because they will not allow that. Mm. You are not going to have a situation going forward where Alabama has a freshman who is like a let just a, you know, the next God knows what you know, great hope of whatever. And you won't let him mm-hmm. talk to anyone. I'm sorry. Get out. We are paying billions of dollars to air this game. I don't care. What well, what's going to be funny are. is when those guy, all those guys are are in time. They already They're they already have their own yeah. agents. But eventually, <laughs> a lot of them are gonna it's going to be so saturated where the agents have yeah. the power, and then the agents are starting to set It'll up be their very own interviews. I, and then, know, it's, yeah. Yeah. then it's it's going to be like. You know what? You're better off opening up internally because at least you have your yeah. hands around things. I think that's where the NFL went rogue, and <laughs> right? I think that's what the NFL landed on eventually. They were like, "Look, yeah. look, if we if we play ball to a degree with these people, the media being these people, if we play ball yeah. to a degree with them, and, and at least acknowledge that we appreciate the job that real journalists have to do, that's really all you need to do." And at least acknowledge that and extend that courtesy. That's as far as it ever needs to go. And that's all the NFL has. And that's really all all it needs to be. And this is me on my soapbox, of course. But, like, we'll see if it ever changes. There it is. (laughs) That's the frustrating part. It's like, you know, you're... You're not controlling the message the way that you think you are. You're controlling the message for your own benefit. And it's not doing anybody any good. And the fact of the... The fact of the matter is, this is something that's, I mean, you and I have known each other for a long time, and we talk often, and this is something that's frustrated you for a very long time, and you are fortunate enough to work at a place where your job is yeah. kind of malleable. Absolutely. And, and, and changeable in a way that, that fits what you want to do and and what your, what your skills are. I mean, I think you watch the game with an eye that... You know, just most people just don't, and if you're, and you know, being able to translate that into the written word is is a real talent. So you're, you're, you work at a place that right, yeah, fit it, fit the job to who and, and, and let me have the freedom and, to yeah. And in reality, if you work at most other no. places, you'd be a beat writer and I'd be <laughs> I'd a beat be dead writer, probably. This, like, I'm gonna do this now, you know, like I'd be dead probably. That just doesn't work that way. But yeah, I mean, well, I just talked about mine, so your job has also changed into a situation, again, because we work at a place that I think is forward-thinking, and, and that's the thing that I would say, and, and when we consistently brag about where we work and all that, and people sometimes get annoyed, you know, <laughs> or whatever, we don't work at a perfect place like anybody else doesn't work at a perfect place, no. but the one thing that I do love about The Athletic, and I always have, and, and it's still this way, even after we've changed, um, you know, ownership is that if you have a, you know, vision or goal in mind of something you want to do and try it, they'll let you try it, man. Like they, we get a lot of room mm-hmm. to explore places and topics here. And it's, you can see it across the board, you know, on our site and other sports, not just what I'm talking, you know, we cover, God damn, we cover some stuff that nobody covers and we cover it better than anybody else. Right. So I think that's mm-hmm. kind of how we think about things here. We try to think forward and different and, um, that's why it's been great. I mean, it's it's been up and down for sure, but I wouldn't trade it yeah. for anything, and I would never go back. And as much as it broke my heart and still does, as the son of a career newspaper woman, uh, 
to have left newspapers knowing that I'll never go back. Uh, it is, I had to, you know, there's no other, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. So, um, but that's, you know, that's what it used to be. And now we're moving into a different world and your job is also changed as well. If you want to. Uh, yeah. So the, uh, I mean, I'll just tell the story. Um, the the reason I don't think I've told this story on the on the show. Oh, uh, here we go. Hit the breaking news so button, the, everyone. The way the way the way the golf thing first evolved yep. was, um, you know, the, the powers that be kind of <laughs> approached me uh, early one off season uh, a couple years back and said, "Hey, you know, we'd like to transition you to a national role." Um, right. And I didn't want to do. Yes, that. I, didn't, I didn't want to write Ashley. I, I mean, yes, well, same. as a college yeah, basketball guy, as a college basketball guy covering Michigan and Michigan State, I'm Wasn't like, getting better I'm than good. Yeah. <laughs> I have a national <laughs> yeah, job. Right. They're two top fifteen programs. I'm, I don't need to go parachuting yeah, to Arizona <laughs> or doing this or doing that or. Yeah, you're you taking know, a step down in a lot of those. Need a yeah, bunch of right. coaches or SID. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Great job! It was a, it was a fantastic job. So I was putting up battering rams and trying to deflect yeah, I felt the similar. attention yeah, I get from it. potentially yeah. <laughs> doing uh, national stuff. And I just started throwing out counter suggestions. And I said, you know, if you want to get more out of it, I could do more stuff in the off seasons. I could do roving magazine stories, or I could write about golf. I like golf. Yeah. And it was just kind of the stream of consciousness of just, you just said it trying out loud. to change yeah. the subject from me writing nationally. <laughs> God. And uh, and when I said the golf thing, it kind of raised some eyes and it was, hey, let's try that. Yeah. So that's how the job evolved initially, whatever it was, three years ago, to adding golf coverage. Um, Which has been great, by the way. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and splitting up my year, you know, basically six months, six yeah. months, college basketball, golf. I mean, it is the greatest racket yeah, in pretty good. the world. <laughs> so, uh, it could work if you going from it. the Ryder Cup to college basketball <laughs> or the President's Cup to college basketball and then going from the Final Four to the Masters and then just doing it all over again, I mean, it's just hilarious. Yeah. But, my God. Uh, so, but then of late, um, in the last year or so, maybe a year plus, um, you know, there was just the desire for, um, and my, from myself and and the company of just kind of branching out and you know, I mean, a, a lot of it was it's been a lot of years covering Michigan, Michigan State, yeah, and you just eventually are like, you know, man, I might just want to kind of expand things and be and at least have the option of writing sure other if you stuff. want to, yeah. and then that that kind of evolved quickly, and uh, and that's kind of how I moved on from uh, both of those beats and took on more national role. But like you, I still live here. Right. I have no immediate plans of moving anywhere. So, you know, if there's a, a story in Ann Arbor or a story in East Lansing, you know, I, I'm i still going to do it. I still know people. Sure. Oh, programs yeah. Talk to them all the time. I, you know, I, 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 I have the freedom to go and do that. Um if there's a story in Ypsilanti, yeah, and there is, I have the, you know, I have the freedom, <laughs> and there is <laughs> Antoine Davis at, like, at Detroit, Detroit yeah. Mercy. You know, I told my, I told my boss, Absolutely. I'm like, man, I live in Ferndale, Detroit Mercy. You know, 
I went up to like, Central and wrote about those two tackles I, I, in the spring. Get, Best thing I did I all year. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. So fun. I could I could damn near walk there. Um, so, you know, Antoine Davis, he's got 2,700 career he's points. He's a dude, you know, man. Probably That's a good story. National story. Yep. So I can, I'll go back and revisit him five years after writing about him when he arrived as a freshman. You got Greg um, Campy hanging around? But point, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. But Always you know, doing point something. Is, you know, and at, at the same time, if I want to go write about Memphis, That's I can right. write about Memphis. If I want to go write about whoever, wherever, um, that that option is is there. So, you know, it's just when you're used to kind of having the the baked in knowledge that comes with being a beat writer, and and you're able to talk about it on a podcast like this, um, you know, you you speak with confidence, yeah, and you, you really. You feel like you're plugged in. You you're confident in what you're saying, um, and when you're not doing that anymore, mm-hmm. and you're still trying to talk about the teams in a very intimate and informed ways, and you know that you're kind of cobbling it together from right. you know, a conversation here or a conversation there, it just doesn't feel the same. No. And that's what I have personally felt still trying to do yeah. this pod. You know where. You know, I didn't watch every Michigan game no. last year. I didn't watch every Michigan State game last year. Sometimes I was at other right, games, right. you know. At one point, I was, like, on the road for 10 days in Tennessee, and I was at Murray State for three days, and I come back, and I'm supposed to talk about Michigan or Michigan State. Like, I have no idea, you know. So um, I, I think a lot of the, our desire to change the show it stems from that, of being like, this ain't, you know. Yeah, it was muscle memory this isn't it. that was hard to break and yeah. it needed to be broken, yeah. basically. <laughs> I don't know what else to say because I feel mm-hmm. the same way. Even like two years ago, the concept of not going to every game of one of these, you know, was like, what a, why would I, I got to go. Like, if I'm not at these games, I'm going to miss one little, right. and then you're like, well, that's not your job anymore. And you don't need, you know, and so you pick, you pick and choose differently. And frankly, I, you know, I, I wonder sometimes about how, what people you know, what people want and what they don't want from from coverage and all those things too. So that's not for us to decide in any other way. Yeah. We are doing what we're doing going forward, and yeah, I mean, hopefully this next project, which I think will be fun um, when we can get it off the ground, uh, and it'll be a lot of stuff. I hope that'll be familiar to a lot of people here. And frankly, like I would say again, if you're still listening to this, the only reason this show, as you've seen, the athletic change, you know, be foolish not to sort of touch on that, I guess. The company's, and we've talked about that a lot, the company's not the same as it was when we both, when Brennan first started, certainly, and not when I first started either. Um, yeah. You know, and that includes, back when it first was a thing, there was local markets all over the place and team writers all over the place, and that's not, you know, you can look around now and that's not that's not how it is. So, mm-hmm. the company is changing and evolving, and um, we are along for the ride. So, and I think it's good. I think it's good. And um, so far, so good anyway. I have no complaints. Yeah, and uh, if there are any complaints about that, just uh, I mean, you can tweet at us, but we don't run the company. We do not so, run. Did the you company. see Colton's yes, tweet last yeah. week? Please stop tweeting. I told me like him. I, the I told him like two weeks ago or whatever, like three weeks ago. I was like, you should get that TikTok of that guy who uh, went viral a couple uh, during the pandemic, I think, who was like, "Do you think I own IKEA?" Like that guy who was like, "You think? Do you think <laughs> I own this business? Do you think I own IKEA?" Like that guy. I was like, Dude, "You should just start talking to people like that." Like. Do you think I own the New York Times? And what what do you think this is? Like, so yeah, I was glad yeah. that the people got off Colton's back a little bit. But hey, ultimately, end of the day, um, 
you guys are all the reasons why we have these jobs. This podcast would have been canceled a long time ago by this company oh my God. if people still hadn't. The only reason it's still going is because people listen to it. Uh, and they came to us, frankly, this fall and we're like, or this summer, we're like, we still want you guys to do a podcast, but it, what do you want to do here? Because things have changed. The show doesn't make and sense. And we thought about it, and <laughs> so we're going to change it. So, uh, And I think that, hopefully, it'll be a good change, and hopefully it'll be something that I think we'll both be excited about and be able to dive into maybe even more uh, than we did the previous show. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah, no, I mean, if it's if it's what you and I have been talking about and thinking about, I, I think it would be something that th- that our audience really will, like, yeah. for sure, kind of be on board with, because it's kind of leaning into the, some of the, the stuff that we've always liked yep. and uh, certainly be uh, wonderfully ir- irreverent and all yep. that stuff and make fun of a lot of people, and that would be pretty <laughs> from, much what it is. From do, yesteryear so. and today. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. So, but we will keep everyone posted. Um, you know, I don't know how... We will we'll uh, we'll roll this out. out. That's for people who are smarter than us. But um, hopefully, it, hopefully it comes to fruition. Hopefully it all works out, uh, and that this isn't literally the last time we record. But I don't think that'll no, be the yeah. case. So, um, all right, man, yeah, man. You got anything else? Thanks to Mike Zimmerman. All Give right. him a shout out before we get out of here. Go Canes, right? Love you, Mike. <laughs> Go Canes. Thanks for everything. Yeah, buddy. Thanks to all of you for listening. Since when did we start this? I don't know. 2017? Well, the original show started in like 2013 or 14. So this one started in 2019. This version. Yeah. This one. Yes. Okay. Well, for now, we'll put a pin in it. I'm Um, And uh, we love you all. Very much. Thank you so much for listening. And be sure, everyone, at all times, everywhere you go, be sure to tip your bartenders and servers.